Welcome to The Dirt Show, brought to you by Napa Auto Parts. And today I'm going to be joined by seven-time USAC national champion, Levi Jones. We'll also hear from Steve Cole from Cole's Electric, Jim Misgan from Misgan Auto Parts, and our old friend Speed the Sauce Man from Cookies Barbecue Sauces and Seasonings, right after a few words from our sponsors. It's Speed the Sauce Man here, bringing you today's weather forecast. Okay, who am I kidding? It's always barbecue weather. Whether you're cooking on your smoker, grill, or inside your kitchen, there's a 100% chance of deliciousness. When you use Cookies Barbecue Sauces and Seasoning, you can always count on our full line of Cookies products to enhance meats, main dishes, and so much more. Get recipes and join our sauce squad at CookiesBBQ.com. And remember, rain or shine, it's Cookies Barbecue time. Hey Dirt Show listeners, need some parts for race night? How about that classic project in your shop? Wish there was a specialty auto parts store nearby? Hot Rod Hardware in West Concord is your answer. Radiators, disc brake kits, steering columns, fuel injection systems, air conditioning systems, coil over shocks, and much more. From the street to the track, Hot Rod Hardware has everything to modernize your vehicle and improve its performance. See us at hotrodhardware.com or call 507 527 1020 Hot Rod Hardware. No robots, just real people. Football is back, and that means it's time to get your game face on and your game plan ready. Napa is ready to help you hit the road with confidence with our quality parts and expert knowledge. Stop by your local Napa Auto Parts store this month and score a five-quart jug of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil for only $32.95. Be ready for game day with a nationwide network of parts and care. Napa has what you need to get up and go. Offer valid through September 30th, 2022 at participating Napa Auto Parts stores and NapaOnline.com. Some restrictions apply. See store for details. Napa, a proud sponsor of The Dirt Show. Let me tell you, friends, about our store. It's a great place we call Miners Outdoors. We sell tools to get the job done, and the rest of the store is just plain fun. Chainsaws, mowers, ATVs, our equipment makes your job a breeze. Our service is the best around. We mow the competition down. We fix tools that run on wheels. We even got parts for snowmobiles. You sow it, you grow it. We help you mow it, run it, or ride it. We provide it. Miners Outdoor, Major Tough. Highway 218 in Blooming Prairie. One of our new products from Weir's Machine and Racing Products is our load pull stick. These are used on the corner of your race car. You can gather all kinds of data with them or you can change springs with them. So this is our ratcheting version. We make it into ratcheting and the non-ratcheting so you can pull the car into motion either on the ground or on jack stands. Pulling the car into motion on the ground will simulate the travel through the motion and tell you if you have a bind or not. One of the things that we're using this for is to change springs. So you would have this set to a certain distance, you would hook it up to the race car, you'll get a load number, you'll pull the spring out, put the next spring in, hook it back up, the load number will be different, and then you will screw the screw jack until the load number is the same. This is simply a tool to build a notebook for you to tune your race car. Simply just a tool for changing springs, finding a bind in your suspension, and then tuning your right front or left front packages. For more information on our products, find us on the internet at weirsmachine.com. If you're in need of a worry-free power lift door, then you'll want to stop and talk with Rod French. Make a statement with a PowerLift architectural door on your home or cabin. PowerLift doors can be retrofitted to fit an existing door opening or designed into your next commercial, agricultural, livestock, or aircraft hangar build. Stylish, functional, and built to last. PowerLift doors by French's Manufacturing are made 
made locally in Dodge Center, Minnesota by their experienced craftsmen. Contact Kelly or Rod. Power lift doors by French's Manufacturing. 374-9306. Welcome back to the driver's segment here on The Dirt Show, and it is my pleasure to be joined by seven-time USAC national champion, Levi Jones. And Levi, you began your sprint car racing career in 1998 at the age of 16 in a 410 sprint car. How did that all come about? <laughs> it's actually an interesting story. Um, I, nobody in my family raced sprint cars. Uh, we were huge fans. I, I remember the first time going to Tri-State Speedway in Hopstad, Indiana. I just I just thought it was the most incredible thing ever, right? So I uh, grew up about, you know, less than an hour from there. They raced uh, on Sunday night. Uh, when my family, when nobody from my family was going, I hounded them to call somebody so I could ride with somebody to go and uh, kind of just went from there. Uh, my dad and my uncle raced uh, go-karts for fun. Um, I finally talked them into letting me have a, an old cart to race when, when we went. Uh, just something my, I think my mom's still waiting on me to grow out of it. <laughs> so um, just, just ran carts. Uh, we ran all over. It was beginning to be quite a bit of travel for, you know, a 16-minute cart race somewhere three or four hours from home. We ran a, a mini sprint for a year, uh, Charleston, Illinois, Marion, Illinois. Had fun, won races. So the track closest to my hometown in Sumner, Illinois, was starting a IMCA sprint car class. So, you know, a steel block, steel head sprint car class. My dad and my uncle built an engine. We bought a sprint car from a guy that lived there by us, and, and we were going sprint car racing. It would only be, you know, 20 minutes from the house, and just fell in love with it. Unfortunately, that series didn't last, so now we had a sprint car. What do we do? So we, we spent about a year building up parts to build a, an aluminum 410 engine with the help of Tim Engler, and the rest is history, right? Young sprint car drivers at that time were rare, and especially in the 410 sprint car ranks. Yeah, um, you know, it, at that time, you know, being able to start in that uh, IMCA class, a guy that I, you know, a kid that I raced carts with, Jonathan Vennard out of Vincennes, uh, they did the same thing. So it was uh, definitely, we didn't know what we didn't know, right? So. We were just off sprint car racing, and luckily, you know, met a ton of great people that, that helped us. You know, my dad knew how to build the car where it was safe and wouldn't fall apart, and he told us, told me it was up to me to learn how to make it go fast. So had a lot of help from veterans and uh, drivers and crew chiefs and teams and just, uh, still friends with many of those people today that, that were around the first time we showed up. Your first USAC Sprint Car Championship came in 2005. What are your memories of that season? And is the first one still always the sweetest? Uh, the, the first one was great, right? I mean, uh, I drove for Scott Benick. He still jokes with me that I was a 10-year overnight success story in sprint cars, right? I, I ran my own car for, you know, we, we went to, to the USAC Sprint Car races and 
you know, 2001, 2002, we didn't win. We, I just kept learning how to race, right? We'd be fast time. We'd run in the top five. Fortunately, I got an opportunity to drive for Jeff Walker as a teammate to Tony Elliott and learned a lot there and filled in uh, in Bennick's car when Boston Reed got hurt for sprint week. Had a ride earlier in that season with Bill Biddle, who had a, a silver crown and a sprint car team. So I just I spent a lot of those years learning, right, honing my trade, <laughs> but uh, never had my name uh, on the front page of, of Speed Sport or anything like that for winning big races, but we tried to go and race all the different tracks to learn to get better. And then, you know, you talk about that championship season. It, it really was unbelievable. I, you know, we, we were fast at the end of 04. I won my first USAC sprint car race at the end of 04, driving for Scott at Charlotte. And then just uh, I lived in the shops there uh, in, in Fairmount, Indiana. And all I wanted to do was to win sprint car races and figure out what it took. Uh, we put together an incredible team with not a huge amount of funding. Um, able to win, you know, I think we won five USAC races that year out of, I, I don't even remember how many there were on the schedule, maybe 30. We won like 15 races that year and uh, it was fun. We were fast everywhere and then uh, that propelled me for Tony Stewart to hire me and you know, to, to race at Stewart's from 06 to to 12, win six more USAC championships uh, was a dream come true for me. Speaking of 2006, when you began racing for Tony Stewart Racing, was that a relationship you built over time, or did Tony just approach you and say, hey, come drive for me? Yeah, it really all happened fast. You know, at the end of the year, we were trying to figure out, you know, how to keep going with Scott there and what funding we could do and it was didn't know for sure what we were going to do and I think when we won the we won the sprint car race in Oskaloosa, Iowa that summer was a big win I think we lapped Tony I think Tony ran one of the team's cars there and the end of the year at the Four Crown at Eldora was a was still a really big win for me to set the track record at Eldora and then you know win the race by running above the cushion and he was watching that night, and it was, you know, only a three weeks or so after that that they approached me about driving for them the following year. You went on to set a record of five USAC sprint car titles, four wins with Tony Stewart Racing. What a run you had. One of the most iconic sprint cars in racing for me is the number 20 with Tony Stewart Racing, a great car, a great team and a great group of sponsors. Yeah, I mean, that that stretch was a time in my life I'll never forget, right? It's, I learned so much about racing, got to do it with the best group of people, unbelievable partners the whole time. Uh, just, uh, it, it's, it's really hard to put into words everything that I learned in that pretty short amount of time, but thankful for the opportunity to do it, at, you know, really all through my 20s made a living doing it, representing the team and manufacturers and partners along the way. You know, like I said, just an incredible fun time in my life. You also did some midget racing. Favorite memories from your midget career? <laughs> That's, uh, you know, as a young kid, right, you see even back then the young kids and midgets and 
I didn't get to do a lot of midget racing until I went to Stewart. So I think probably, you know, and I only ran, what did we run? Two, I think, well, 06 and 07, ran the full season, and eight, I guess. So people always ask about my biggest win, and I say, well, it was just a, a regular USAC midget show at Sun Prairie, you know, the ultimate midget track in the country, the most, you know, the history there. And I passed Dave Darlin and Tracy Hines on a restart, went around him on the top. So, you know, to to do that there with two guys that are, you know, have a huge history in the sport and have won, won about everything, that was a, that was a fun one for me. To go around those two guys is amazing and win that race. In 2010 and 2011, you won back-to-back USAC Silver Crown Sprint Car titles. Those cars are incredible to watch. Yeah, you know, you, you look at those two years where we were able to win both championships. It was just, you know, you have to, you have to look at, at our consistency uh, and finishes. I think, uh, right, 2010, we, we won a ton of races, right? I think we won, I don't know, eight, you know, eight sprint car races and a couple silver crown races you know, didn't fall out of Hardlandia. You know, it feels like we were in the top five every night in the sprint car that year. Just was a really fun year, even with with the guys working on the car. You know, so that, that's one I always remember. having have a lot of fond memories of that. And then 11, being able to do the same thing again, you know, as my family started, had my first kid and still able to do it. Uh, so that, those were those were fond memories for me. I think the most beautiful car in racing is a Silver Crown Sprint car. Walking through the pits at Eldora and seeing the Silver Crown cars sitting next to a USAC 410 Sprint car, it is surprising how big they are and how nimble they are when you get them out on the track. They're they're really fun to drive. I mean, that's why I even, before I moved back to Indianapolis to take the job at USAC, I was the help of uh, you know Jack Rogers and Tim Engler, my family. We built the Dirt Silver Crown car just to run three races a year. So we we ran Indy and Springfield and DeCoin, and there's such a enjoyable race, right? It's it's about the whole package of getting to the end and preparing, and not so much of just going all out like a sprint car. So those were that was those were fun cars to drive and. What's really cool to me is some of the young sprint car and midget guys now, once they get in those cars and drive them, they're like, these are so fun. So, you know, it's uh, as a young, maybe some of the young kids, you don't uh, you don't see those cars running three wide or running into each other or stuff like that. But, you know, to win those races, you have to be so smart and strategic and take care of your tires, but also be fast. So, you know, those are things that even, even a guy like Christopher Bell now in the Cup Series, you know, one thing he said that he wished he would have ran more of those races before he got in the cup cars just to learn car control and taking care of your tires but still being fast. So many racing legends that I've interviewed talk about the Hoosier 100, the prestige of winning that event. You're one of the few drivers in the United States that can say, I won the Hoosier 100. Yeah, and really that race was such a, such a thorn in my side for so long. My race there in 2006, Josh Wise and I were teammates, and 
he was on the pole and I got to jump on him and I led 99 and three quarter laps and he passed me going into turn three and I lost the Hoosier hundred. That's probably the most vivid memory I have in racing. You, uh, you never forget the ones you lose, right? So, you know, the years after that, we, I don't know, we were on the pole way too many times and, and never win the race and all that. So to come back and, and really focus on what we needed to do to be there at the end when I was able to win in 13, kind of coming back after after having my neck worked on at the end of 12 and being out and coming back to run a few races in 13, that was uh, really winning that race made it okay for me to not be in the driver's seat anymore after that. So that was that was a big one for me. I felt he was destined to be one of the greatest drivers of all time. What are your memories of Brian Clawson? I mean, in my office here at IndyCar, I have two trophies. I have the 2009 Sprint Week trophy, where it was one of the times that, you know, very few times that I was able to beat Brian. You know, I, I won my second USAC Sprint Car race, Brian's first Sprint Car race. He ran when he was 16 at Lima. So to be, you know, to be a little bit older than Brian and, and race against the fiercest, if not the fiercest, one of the fiercest competitors, right, for a long stretch of time. And then, you know, at the end, to be able to work, you know, work with him as a promoter at a USAC event while I was running the show there and ultimately being at Belleville at the end, kind of we went full circle as competitors and teammates and stewards to working together on an event. And, and I really looked forward to the future of, of being able to do stuff with Brian because we shared we shared the same passion, right? We wanted the same things at the end of the day for our sport and where we wanted it to go and, and stuff like that. So the memories I have of racing against him are are some of the fondest fondest I have. What is it like to get out and run on a one mile dirt track? Only a few people in the country will ever get to experience what that feels like it's really hard to even put that to put that into words the feeling of you know to to run wide open in a dirt champ car around springfield or decoin is like you know it, it it just everything else in the world stands still and you're you're you feel like you're on top of the world you ended your career with seven usac national championships two in the Silver Crown, five in the USAC Sprint Cars. When you look back at the legends and the talent that ran in the USAC series over the history, and some of those guys were never able to get one championship, that is an incredible career. Yeah, it it is. I mean, and to look at those championships and and what it takes just to put yourself in a position to have an opportunity to, to win them, I'm lucky, right? I'm blessed. I I went that whole time and never missed a race for injury or something like that. It's really cool for me to see guys that were just starting or trying to get started kind of through my career or guys that I raced against still doing it. You look at the group of guys that are climbing the, the record charts on wins and races and fast times, and then the neat part is their earnings, right? there's more guys able to do it to make a living in USAC. So that's cool to see a guy like Chase Dawkins break the, you know, most consecutive sprint car start records that I had at 
280-something, and he broke that. He started that streak my last year racing. So it's fun for me to see all those things happening right now, and it's incredible racing. It's, I still think it's the most hidden secret in all of all of racing is USAC sprint car racing. Your 16-year career, 1998 to 2013, I was shocked when you announced your retirement. It seemed like you were at the height of your career. Yeah, I mean, what, you know, you say I started, you know, at 16 and I was 32 or whatever. So I'd, I'd done it a long time. Heidi and I had just started our family, had moved to Illinois, working with my dad at a new store that uh, our family had opened there and just kind of kind of moving on to the next phase of life. And I was happy with it. I think I recently listened to Rick Mears on a Dale Jr. download talking about the end of his career it made a lot of sense to me right could he have kept doing it and and winning yeah probably I could have done the same thing and kept on but I was I was content with what I'd done the opportunities I'd had the race I'd won and just because you've done it five years or 10 years or 15 years or 20 years the next race you have to be willing I say you have to be willing to chew the roll cage off to win. You got to be able to do whatever it takes to win, study to win, be prepared to win. And and I was just, uh, you know, the desire wasn't as great as it was. And if I was going to do it, I know that in my own mind, I needed to do it to be all in, to do it how it needed to be done. And I was ready for the next chapter. I met you at the USAC Nationals at Hewsett Speedway in 2021. You were a USAC official. How did you get involved with USAC as an official? Like I said, you know, whenever I was done racing and, and didn't go for a couple of years there and racing myself, so to be able to step away from it for a little bit. And, you know, Kirk Spridgen at USAC was a roommate of mine, you know, many years ago. Kevin Miller, the president. My first year at Stewart's, he was in charge of the Mopar Motorsports stuff. So my relationship there, we just kind of, you know, I was a little bit of a sounding board for those guys because I always cared about it and wanted USAC to be uh, in the best position possible. So just one thing led to another and talking about things and ended up offering me a job and it all worked out. Over the winter months, it was announced that you were going to be the new director of the Indy Lights. How did that come about? Uh, I mean, just like racing, everything happens fast. It was the really the end of September, and Jay Fry and Roger Pinsky had told me that IndyCar was bringing Indy Lights back under the IndyCar banner and would be owning and operating it and asked if uh, I had any interest in being part of that project and, you know, with uh, talking to my family and praying about it was something that really intrigued me. And, you know, here almost a year later, it's been great. What is your vision for the Indy Light program in the future? You know, that's a question that's been asked many times. And a little bit jokingly, I say, well, my whole career is supposed to be 22 cars in the future, right? So my goal is to get Indy Lights to 22 full-time cars. What is your perception of where racing is at as a whole right now, and what do we need to do to keep it healthy and moving forward into the future? I mean, those 
those are all tough questions with many different opinions from people. But my view has always been you kind of have to look at it as three parts, right? You have to look at it, how it affects the promoters of the events, the teams, drivers, and owners, and then the series. If you can make it all make sense, those three parts of the of the pie, the wheels will turn, so to speak. So it does. It change just like any industry. Stuff is constantly shifting and changing. You just have to be ready to adjust and and make it as good as possible for all three pieces of that, so it doesn't get you know doesn't get too out of whack in one of those areas. The two day IndyCar show at Iowa Speedway in our region was a huge hit, and everybody's looking forward to next year's two day show. Are there plans for the future to expand Indy Lights out to more short tracks where people don't get exposed to those types of race cars? First of all, Iowa was an incredible event. The partnership with Hi- with High V and, and Penske Corp and IndyCar. Anyone that was there by the, the concert and the talent and the racing and just the atmosphere at Iowa Speedway was second to none. It was incredible and I think we'll keep building on that. Then the second part of Indy Light series on ovals, right? We want we want these drivers to get experience on ovals. So ultimately, they get a, if when how they get a shot at the Indy 500, they have a whole experience coming into Indy. So we're always looking at, at what we can do and what makes that the best process and places to go. Levi, thanks for all you did for racing behind the wheel of a race car. Thanks for all you're doing for racing behind a desk. And thank you for being with us here on The Dirt Show today. No problem. Thank you. I appreciate the time. Wolf and Sons Yard Service has heavy equipment. This is Scott Wolf. Whether you need a basement dug, a building removed, footings for a remodel, an RV camper or boat pad, rock, sand, or dirt hauled, or even a driveway or parking lot road graded, call 455-3524. Aero Race Wheels was established on the conviction that its dedicated staff could provide higher quality wheels designed specifically to endure the tough requirements and conditions of the racing industry. Most importantly, the wheels need to be manufactured and sold, maintaining an affordable price structure. Aero Racing Wheels has become the largest premier steel wheel supplier, and their product line speaks for itself. Upgrade your racing game today at aeroracewheels.com. Why should your business choose Foamcraft Packaging? It's vitally important that you select a partner in the packaging business that has capabilities to satisfy your everyday packaging needs with the versatility to take care of those projects that require specialized treatment. Foamcraft is large enough to tackle all your packaging requirements, yet small enough to provide individualized services to ensure quality products. Office and production positions currently available. See foamcraftpackaging.com or call them at 507-455-2893. BP Racing Fuels is proud to be recognized as a world leader in race fuel technology. BP's fuels have a well-deserved reputation for power and consistency, winning championships in every form of motorsports for more than 40 years. Whether sportsman or pro, methanol or gasoline, BP has a fuel to ensure optimum performance for your application. See the full line of BP's high-performance products online at vpracingfuels.com. At VP Racing Fuels, our passion is your performance. Rhino Ag Equipment is used in agriculture, commercial, or industrial mowing applications, landscape preparation, roadside maintenance, and many other farm and ranch applications. With 0% financing for 48 months for qualified buyers, now is the time. 
to take home a Rhino. Find a Rhino Ag dealer near you at rhinoag.com. Do you know what many top race car teams use for small radiator leaks? It's Justice Brothers Radiator Stop Leak. Effective insurance that keeps them in the middle of competition. Proven under the toughest racing conditions. And it works the same way in your car. Justice Brothers Radiator Stop Leak stops leaks in radiators and blocks sealing the leak while you drive. And it won't clog the cooling system. It mixes with all antifreeze and coolants. Take the advice of top race teams. Use Justice Brothers Radiator Stop Leak. See our display at Runnings. Welcome back to the sponsor segment here on the Dirt Show, and it is always a pleasure to be joined by Steve Cole from Cole's Electric. And Steve, we're meeting at Buffalo Wild Wings, which is a little different this year. And Steve, I have to first off thank you for sponsoring the Joe Nichols concert at the Steele County Fair this season. Again, the weather was shaky right up to start time. Boy, people were excited, and what an awesome concert. Yeah, it didn't look good at the beginning there, but uh, the fair board, they kind of put their team together and got it to the grounds, and the mud scraped away and wood chips went on, so everybody was uh, could walk around, and it turned out pretty good. Last week, I had one of your guys here in Owatonna at my house working on an old 1911 original light fixture in the home, and small jobs to large jobs you are the electricians that can tackle every size job yeah a lot of times i know other contractors they'll be well we can get there in three weeks or a month or depends on the time of the year but we uh got a big enough crew and a pretty good experienced crew that can move around and do whatever they need to do yes and i was shocked on your response time and i greatly appreciate it our downtown here in Owatonna is finally finished your crews were down there wiring in all of the new lighting, and it really looks spectacular now that all four blocks are done. Yeah, that was a nice little project close to home. Kind of helped out the community a little bit, and it uh, turned out pretty decent. Harvest time is right around the corner, and I know as we were talking before we went on the air that you've been busy doing some ag jobs, especially working on dryers. You'll see all the ag sites lit up in about a month. The bend sites with all of the lighting, the dryers, the bends, they pull a lot of electricity. And Coles Electric is our area specialist in ag electricians. Yeah, this year I think we got like 10 dryers going with all the COVID and the, the timeline to get all this equipment and gear. They're not just little dryers anymore. They're little mini elevators. So we, uh, we'll have everybody up and running when we need to go here in about another three weeks. And I'm sure your recommendations to the farmers out there listening is don't wait till the day you're pulling up with the first wagon load or semi-load of grain to dump in your bin. Test everything a few days before you're actually going to use it. Yeah, just kind of walk around, make sure everything looks good, and if you see anything damaged or might cause you some issues when you don't need it, issues, uh, just let us know. We can come take a look at it. Also, after the temperature last night, now is definitely the time to call and get those lines trenched in the ground before everything freezes. If you're building a new shop or you have plans to need electricity, run to somewhere else on your property. Now is the time to call and get that done before the real cold weather hits. Yeah, we can pretty much do underground all year round now with our directional drill. Um, sometimes people prefer that. We don't have, you know, tear up your yard. 
just maybe a couple small holes here and there and that's it. So that is something you can get down below the frost line and run lines? You can. Um, obviously, uh, when it's wintertime, the price obviously goes up, but we can generally do it. Yep. One of the reasons I made the call to Coles Electric to have my light fixture fixed is electrical safety. Years ago, I would do some of my own electrical work, made sure the main power was shut off, never touched anything without all the power being off, have somebody stand by what I fixed when I turned it back on to make sure there wasn't any major problems, but I'm getting older and wiser and just leave it up to the experts, and I'm sure you've seen some things where you get a call after somebody gets jolted a little and they call in the experts. Yeah, yeah, things have definitely changed. Everybody wants to be safe. We do have uh, people on call 24-7, seven days a week, 365 days a year. we got somebody on call ready to go, and uh, we can get you know somebody there within a couple hours for sure and take care of whatever you need. Industrial, commercial, residential, and ag, Coles Electric is the go-to electricians in the region. How can listeners find out more about all your electrical capabilities, Steve? Just give us a call at uh, 507-451-1387. Steve, thanks for all you do, and thanks for being with us here on The Dirt Show today. Yep, thanks, Clay, keep up the good work. We appreciate everything you do. The National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum's newest exhibit is going to be our track tribute to Ascot Speedway and will run from May through September this year. Our track tribute to Ascot Speedway will feature eight of the historically significant race cars that raced during Ascot's heydays of dirt track racing on both the big half-mile track and Ascot's quarter-mile track. Also, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum will feature several racing videos and interviews that took place when Ascot was still in existence, with many of our National Sprint Car Hall of Fame inductees from California and the history of their careers shaped at Ascot Speedway. You can expect to see and learn more about these drivers' accomplishments and Hall of Fame careers at the track tribute to Ascot Speedway this May through September at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. So if you're a West Coast Slide-Em-In Sprint Car fan, You won't want to miss our track tribute to Ascot Speedway this May through September at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville. Fast shaft drive shafts is the number one carbon fiber, steel, chrome molly, and aluminum drive shaft builder for over 90% of the major modified chassis builders. Now under new ownership, the mission will not change. Providing drive shafts, drive shaft repair, 9-inch forward center sections, slip yokes, rear end yokes, ring and pinions, bearings, spools, gears, shim kits, and more to racers everywhere. Call Fast Shafts today. Made by racers for racers. 800-622-6617. Had an accident or fender bender? Luckily, Bob and his staff at Midwest Collision are close by. The staff at Midwest Collision has years of collision repair experience under their belts. They also use state-of-the-art painting, paint matching, and repair technology to get your vehicle back on the road as soon as possible, like nothing ever happened. No job is too big or too small. Midwest Collision treats each repair with the same amount of dedication. Call the professionals today at 332-2434 for all your collision repair needs. You bend them, we mend them. 
Medieval Chassis has been the leader in better engineered stock cars and modifieds for almost two decades. They are now going to become the center of all things mod light in the Midwest. Medieval Chassis will be the go-to shop for all parts in store, online, or by phone for this up-and-coming cost-conscious racing class. Summer 2022, Medieval Chassis will have their mod light platform in action. Kicking off the new endeavor, Medieval Chassis and Cow's Big Deals will be auctioning off a 2023 mod light roller valued at $12,000 in October. Watch Facebook and see MedievalChassis.com for more details. Whether you're running for the checkered flag, blasting on the strip, or cruising in the boulevard, you want crisp flat response and reliable horsepower. Byers Engine Service offers a full machine shop that can completely machine and rebuild your tractor, race car, or streetcar engine and put some life under your hood. No gimmicks, just horsepower. See BuyersEngine.com or call 507-282-5586. Extreme! Extreme! Why choose powder coating over liquid paint finishes? Maximum durability. Extreme Powder Coatings offer a scientific process that uses heat to bake the colorful finish deep into your product. Extreme Powder Coatings can deliver multimedia blasting, impact-resistant epoxy primers, and super-durable powder coat applications to meet your needs. Visit ExtremePowderCoating.net for more information. Extreme Welcome back to the sponsor segment here on The Dirt Show, and it is always a pleasure to be at Mizgen Auto Parts in Ellendale, Minnesota. And Jim, researching the history of salvage yards goes way back into the late 20s, early 30s. Yards full of Model Ts and Model As and many other brands became the go-to place for hot rodders and racers to go get different engines or parts. Yeah, we've been in business now for 50 years, which is uh, kind of a surprise. I don't know where all the time went, but yeah, those neat old yards. I didn't get to visit too many of them when I was young, but I uh, did really uh, think they were pretty cool places when I'd drive by them. Salvage yards also became the original recycling centers. Fenders, motors, Rims and tires were reused on other cars to keep them on the road longer, which also saved resources. Can you imagine over the 50 years all of the stuff that you've kept out of the landfills? Oh yeah, that's that's just crazy all the recycling we've done. I sometimes have to take a little bit of garbage over to the place in Bixby there, Steel County Landfill. And yeah, I see metal coming in there and I just shake my head because I know steel is the most recycled item in the whole world. Speaking of steel, Jim, one thing that has always driven the business is steel prices. Is now a good time to truck in your pile of steel or recycle that old car that's sitting in your driveway that's in the way? Well, any time's a good time to get rid of some of that clutter you got around your place. Prices are relaxed a little bit from last winter, but they're still pretty good, and you could still take home a, take home some cash with you if you want to bring in some steel or aluminum or any uh, metal product. You also have a crew that will go out and clean up large jobs piles of old ag equipment or a woods full of old cars it's amazing and i'm sure everybody listening knows of a place somewhere out in the country that oh my goodness they've accumulated a lot of stuff 
Yeah, usually it's like three generations, sometimes even as many as four generations of stuff sitting in the woods. And it can take us, uh, you know, a couple of weeks to clean it up with heavy equipment. So you know that there's a lot of stuff there. And we do uh, a handful of them every year. Sometimes the cars you run into in those places are restorable or have some great usable parts on them for someone else to use, and they end up back in your vintage section. Have you hauled anything cool in lately? I see that smile on your face, so something cool must have came in. Oh yeah, there's always something cool. We just brought in a 20s international truck here the other day. I mean, that thing had been sitting in that woods forever. Yeah, it's not fixable, but still, you know, yeah, it's pretty cool. Got a 67 Mercury in with a 410 in it and yeah, there's it's just some there's some neat stuff st- sitting in the woods yet, but most of them are turning into parts machines because the ground is so hard on the bottom half of the car that there's just nothing left of the frame or the underside of the car, but still a lot of good parts. You also have a second lot with nothing but old vintage cars. There are some incredible cars down there in that lot and some great parts for listeners who are going to soon think about those winter projects to keep them busy till spring hits. Yeah, our other lot is down by uh, Gordonsville there. It's uh, the old Bridley Yard. And yeah, there's a lot of old cars down there, a lot of neat parts. Not much for restorable stuff because uh, they've all been sitting quite a while. That yard has been in existence over 60 years. Listeners that need a motor, transmission, or transfer case, now is the time to call and get those items pulled and ready for pickup so you have it before the snow hits. We're always uh, ready to sell parts off of these cars we and trucks that we get in. We get in a quite a few newer ones too, so we're trying to find you know find the the better newer and better parts vehicles. And yeah, there's uh, tons of good parts on them, and uh, we sell everything we can off from them before we uh, crush them. And that's another intriguing thing watching you guys out here. It doesn't matter if it's 10 below zero, you still have a job to do. And it's much easier to pull a motor out right now than go dig it out of a big snowdrift and try to get it in a building to pull it. Oh yeah, that's for sure. The weather really puts a wallop on us in the winter, but we keep right on it trudging along. you got to push the snow out of the way and try to get her done you know and uh but yeah it is what it is we live here in minnesota so we got to put up with the snow there are so many aspects to this business what are some of the items you recycle here that maybe listeners aren't aware of that you actually take in well we'll actually take in some oil from your oil changes and some people probably don't know that we do take in a lot of farm machinery here too racing season is just about over a couple of specials for jeremy and then another racing season is complete yeah he's been just trudging along middle of the pack this year he's 
been running a, a few year old car that he's had a little trouble with trying to get it to handle so he went out on a limb and found him a mb custom and he ran it last friday night and he really likes that car he says it uh, handles much better he had a little issue with the brakes but he's got that figured out now so he's ready to go on friday night and see what that new car will do how can listeners find out more about recycling selling a junk car or ordering something they need for a vintage car or parts for a current vehicle. Well, you can give us a call at 507-684-2100 or 507-684-2140 and talk to the girls in the office. They'll be glad to look up a part for you. And if we can't find it here, they can uh, locate it somewhere else for you and see uh, see if you want them to order it in for them. And Brenda did that for me, located a part that I need, and it wasn't available here, ordered it in. It was great, very convenient, and you do a lot of that. You actually ship it out to people if they can't come and pick it up, or you'll order it in and you can pick it up. Yeah, we have a really cool delivery system that goes kind of pretty much up and down uh, the middle eastern part of the country it just goes all the way down to like florida and all the way up to us it's a real reasonable way of getting stuff shipped to us and it's linked to all kinds of yards cost of shipping has gotten kind of crazy lately but this is still pretty reasonable so we've got a pretty good little system there for ordering in stuff jim thanks for all you do Thanks for all the support over the past 50 years of local racers, local car enthusiasts, everybody that likes working on their own stuff in the entire region, and thanks for being with us here on The Dirt Show today. Well, thank you, and God bless you, and everybody be safe out there and have fun. When one of your appliances breaks down, you need help, and you need it fast. Contact Sorensen's Appliance Service. They service the entire Cows listening area. Their employees live in our community and sponsor area racers and softball teams. Sorensen's Appliance Service. People you know that will get your appliances serviced with trained technicians. Contact them today, 256-7766. That's 256-7766. Bulldog Coatings specialize in concrete coatings as well as concrete restoration repair. Hi, I'm Todd with Bulldog Coatings. Our coating systems provide a durable finished floor that is both easy to maintain and adds value to your home. The unique patented Bulldog coatings are not limited to just garage floors. They can be used for interior flooring as well as pool deck, patio, and sidewalk applications. Our systems can be installed in as little as one day and year-round. We are a locally owned family business ready to serve southern Minnesota. Visit us on Facebook or call us for a free estimate. 837-9773. Let Bulldog protect your floors. Shevland Enterprises, your locally owned and operated sanitation and recycling service, offers the highest quality garbage removal and trash pickup services at great rates. Commercial, residential, construction, and industrial trash removal and recycling in Owatonna and the surrounding areas in Dodge and Steel Counties. Shevland Enterprises also specializes in roll-offs and dumpster. Contact Chris and his staff today for small town service at a small town price. 528-9900. That's 
9900. Partnering with hog and cattle producers throughout the United States, Altenburg Construction has almost 30 years of experience in the slat replacement business. Altenburg Construction also uses a custom wash bay to ensure biosecurity to protect your herd. Whether you need an entire site or a single slat, call the professionals at Altenburg Construction at 888-435-2210 or see altenburgconstruction.com. Welcome back to our special segment here on The Dirt Show brought to you by Cookies Barbecue Sauces and Seasonings. And as always, I'm joined by Speed the Sauce Man. And Speed, I was thoroughly impressed, but I missed out. I was only at Farm Progress on Tuesday. And Wednesday, you served 4,000 pulled pork sandwiches down there at Farm Progress. That is amazing. Yeah, we went through about 1,200 pounds of pulled pork to make up those sandwiches, but I'll tell you what, they were mighty tasty. I also spotted something on your Facebook page, and I'm like, yum. The Iowa staple, the loose meat sandwich, and they are very easy to make. They are literally foolproof for any cook out there, and what a great time of the year to serve those because you can pull some beets out of the garden or some sweet corn, or any type of vegetable you want to make up, and you've got your whole meal. Well, yeah, and it's a real simple recipe. You take a pound of ground beef, teaspoon of cookies flavor enhancer, and then a quarter to a half a cup of chopped onion, brown that down, then add uh, a cup of any one of cookies sauces, just pick any one of them. I like to throw the tangy mustard in there, but the sweet and spicy makes good, too. Once in a while, I like to add maybe a teaspoon of Worcestershire to it. And then I'll tell you right now, the last batch I made, which was about a week ago, I took a um, fresh tomato and just chopped it up and threw that in there with it. Oh, man, was that good. And the nice thing about it, plain, is a guy can make a bunch of it, freeze it, and get it out as you need it. And as always, Speed, I want to thank you for all your sponsorship around the area of racetracks. We see your signage at Iowa Speedway, Kasuth County Speedway in Algona, out in Jackson. Just about every track we go to, we see the cookies, barbecue, sauces, and seasonings banner out in the infield and also see the jugs of sauce at all the concession stands. Well, you bet. I'll tell you what, it's a great sport, and uh, the folks at Cookies were proud to uh, be a supporter of it, Clay. If they'd like to find out more about all your products, if they want to get a cookbook with some great recipes that maybe spark some ideas, or they want some gear like a Cookies apron, how can they find that stuff? The easiest way is just go to our website, cookiesbbq.com, and there's all kinds of recipes on there. And also you can order the cookbook and everything like that. And if you want the cookbook autograph, when you order it, just make a note that you like to have it autographed. And I'll be more than happy to sign it for him, Clayne. And I certainly want to thank all the listeners for their support through the years. And, you know, look forward to a great fall, which is just sneaking up on us here pretty quick. Speed, thanks for all you do out there. And thanks for being with us here on The Dirt Show today. And remember, smart cookies use cookies. If your classic isn't so classic, 
Bringing in the auto trim design of Oatana. We can fix the upholstery, the carpet, replace the sagging headliner, make your old car look new again, make your seats comfortable again. Whether it's a classic car, work truck, boat, or anything else that moves, we can fix the upholstery and make your ride like new. And we work on convertibles. We're located in Otana at 3275 Old Highway 14, one mile west of Walmart. At Land Pros, our team of brokers and auctioneers specialize in farmland sales, live land auctions, and online land auctions across the Midwest with total sales of 190,000 acres. At Land Pros, you get a team of land professionals going to work for you. We pride ourselves on providing local service and knowledge with national marketing and results. If you're thinking of buying or selling, contact Land Pros agent JJ Wise at 641-420-SELL or go to landpros.com. That's L-A-N-D-P-R-O-Z.com. Welcome to the Dirt Track segment brought to you by Cookies, Sauces, and Seasonings. There are lots of fall specials coming up. Make sure you get out to the races because the weather is beautiful. KRA Speedway was racing last Thursday night, September 8th, in the Pierstock A, Maine. Bruce Labs over Sophie Anderson in the Mod 4s. Dustin Holquist over Dean Larson. In the Super Stocks, Shane Sabraski over Jacob Knepper. In the Street Stocks, Zachary Flicklinger over Keegan Stuvey. And in the Wissota Late Models, Dave Moss over Max Nelson. Cedar Lake Speedway was hosting the Jerry Richards Memorial last Saturday night, September 10th, in the traditional non-wing sprint car 20-lap A main, Nick Duranco over Brad Peterson. In the 360 wing sprint car 25 lap A main, Justin Henderson over Brooke Tantnell. In the 410 wing sprint car 30 lap A main, Aaron Reitzel over Ian Madsen. And in the 600cc wing micros, Ryan Erickson over Owen Graff. Madison Speedway was running last Sunday night, September 11th, in the Pierstock A main, Brady Hagen over Colton Schuler in the Limited Late Models, Chris Wilkie over Ben Walden in the Hornets, Dustin Feltman over Tanner Freeze in the Midwest Modifieds, Jamie Thorsted over Scott Hansen in the Modifieds, Tyler Peterson over Kent Wilms in the Street Stocks, Justin Vogel over Kyle Dykoff, and in the Super Stocks, Trevor Nelson over Jeremy North. Mason City Motor Speedway was also running last Sunday night, September 11th, in the Modified A Main. Devin Havlick over Alex Williamson in the Stock Cars. Josh Zeman over Travis Shipman in the USRA B-Mod A Main. Brandon Hare over Hunter Longnecker in the Hobby Stocks. Bryce Summerfield over Carter Coop in the Outlaw Mini Mods. Ben Krause over TJ Stalker. And in the Tuners, Devin Jones over Oliver Monson. And Granite City Motor Park hosted the Hornet Nationals last Sunday night, September 11th, in the 40-lap Hornet A-Main. Justin Barnes 
over Jenna Hageman. For 50 years, reuse and recycle is not a new concept to us. Michigan Auto Parts has been recycling your old vehicles since the Beatles were still together. Just call us and we'll send one of our friendly drivers right to you and haul away your old retired vehicle. Scrap prices are up, so it's a good time to clean up those unwanted vehicles and get money in your pocket. Give us a call at 507-684-2100 or online at Mizgin.com. Com. Miskin Auto Parts, in God we trust. When it comes to choosing your next industrial, commercial, residential, or ag electrician, choose Coles Electric, offering pole setting, directional boring, underground trenching, boom truck service, security systems, and much more. If you're a Steel Wasika co-op member, there are excellent incentives for installing a solar array with quick payback and years of reliable service. Planning, design completion, or emergency service, see ColesElectric.com or 507-451-1387. Hi, this is Bert Williams, and you're listening to The Dirt Show. Hi, this is Harvey West, and you've been listening to The Dirt Show. See you at the races.